0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. Uh, take your seats with me this morning uh, as we continue to talk on overflow. Somebody say overflow this morning. How many of you are believing God for overflow in the next uh, uh, next year, amen? So we are preparing for overflow. And maybe what I'm gonna talk on this morning is not gonna get you jumping out of your seat, but it's maybe one of the most critical parts to see overflow in your life. And I'm gonna talk on unblocking the inner wells. Because overflow is not gonna flow from heaven. Overflow is going to flow from your heart, from your belly, from what's happening in you. So we have to talk to you about you and unblocking the wells on the inside. John chapter 4 verse 14, the Bible says, Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life, put your hand on your heart like uh, this morning. Come on, you know where it is, and say, I have everlasting life on the inside of me. Say it. Then, John chapter 7, verse 37, the Bible says, On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If anyone thirsts, how many of you are thirsty for more of God? Come on, come on, say more, Lord, come on. This is not a religion. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me, the source of life, and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, or out of his belly, or out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. So, overflow is going to flow out of you. Yeah, oh, that's a mouthful. Because if the wells on the inside get clogged up, blocked with bitterness, envy, strife, jealousy, discouragement, hatred, unforgiveness, you can forget the water to flow. So we have to talk about unblocking the inner wells. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. The Bible says keep your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. The issues, the boundaries, the horizons, the extent of your life will flow from the inside. And listen to me this morning. The devil will like nothing more than for you to get clogged up on the inside. Blocked up. I mean, let's be honest. This life is not easy. Many challenges. You get ahead in life, there's the crab in the bucket mentality that wants to pull you down. I met a great pastor once, and I'm not going to blow my trumpet, but he's in heaven now, Pastor Ronnie Barnard, a great man of God. And during COVID, we really walked together to uh, fight for the opening of the church. And he came to me and he said, "Pastor, at." And I mean, I honour him, he's much older than me, great man of God. He said, I've never seen a pastor that is hated by other men of God in the ministry as much as you are. And I don't know why. I said, but they don't even know me. It's said, my brother, you better believe many people don't like you. They're jealous of you because God has blessed you. Now listen, listen to me. I'm not saying I'm great, but if you cannot deal with your jealousy and you cannot see the light shine over somebody else, the light is never going to rise over your life. Listen to me this morning. Because sometimes God blesses people that we think are not deserving or less deserving. And I'll tell you why God does that. So God can get all the glory and God can get all the praise. So God will use the unlikely person. God will use the one that you think you should not be using. So let's talk about the the wells that uh, Isaac had to unblock. In Genesis chapter 26 from verse 1, the Bible says there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech king of the Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said to him, now listen, because we build on what? Revelation, the Word of God. Because if God said it, God will back it. You don't follow your, your, your wife's plan, except if it's a God plan. You don't follow your child's plan. You don't follow an economic plan, You follow God's plan for your life. If you want the overflow of God in your life. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Many people make decisions very casually. And then they miss out in some area that God has for them. So the Lord appears to him and the Lord says to him, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land I will be with you and I will bless you. Verse 6. So Isaac dwelt in Gerar. Then first chapter 26, verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and he reaped in the same year a hundredfold. Somebody say a hundredfold. Somebody say overflow. Say overflow. Say it is heading my way. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, give the Lord a praise. And the Lord blessed him. The Bible says the man began to prosper. He continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. That's in the second famine. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and great number of servants. So the other business people envied him. I mean, the Philistines envied him. They were jealous. Jealousy is a terrible thing. As a matter of fact, after pride that caused Lucifer to rebel against God himself, we find the sin of jealousy. Where Cain killed his brother because of jealousy. Now my brother and my sister, the Bible says jealousy is like rottenness to your bones. When we see people get ahead in life, we should not... Change and become envious. We should say, I'm standing in the same line. God is going to bless me as well. Come on. I'm a candidate for God's blessing. I'm a candidate for overflow in the name of Jesus Christ. But we should never allow the jealousy and the envy of other people to change us. Because when you are on the other side of jealousy, the first thing you wanna do is you wanna isolate yourself. And that's not a good thing, okay? Because I'll show you, God will vindicate you. Even those who hate you, the haters, those who despise you, those who are plotting and scheming your downfall, they will have to acknowledge one day that God's hand is upon your life for good and not for evil. Shout amen there in Bloomingdale. Come on. So the Philistines had stopped all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham, his father, and he filled them with earth. And Abibalach said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac dug again. I want you to see Isaac's attitude. He did two things that we should all be doing. We spoke about it last week. We have to dig ditches. we have to be proactive. He was digging new wells all the time and he kept the wells clean, the inner wells. So we we can never allow what people do against us to determine who we are. We have to guard our own hearts. We have to protect ourselves and not become the result of what people do against us. If we want to get to Rehoboth, the place of enlargement or the place of overflow. So I want you to see that God's blessing is upon Isaac. Isaac has a revelation from God to dwell in the land. Isaac knows God's hand is upon me to bless him. Wherever God tells him to stay, we don't have to run after blessing. Amen. We have been blessed. And God says, "Whatever your hand touch, we'll be blessed. But he remained proactive. He dug. Five times I will show you. He dug. So when people became jealous, he dug another well. When people quarreled with him, he dug another well. When people accused him, he dug another well. He kept on digging. He did not allow apartheid to make him a victim. He did not allow people's uh, 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 criticism to, uh, to, to determine his identity. He stayed true to the Word of God. And I'll tell you today, no matter what opposition you face, if you will guard your heart, you will get to your destination. Your brothers can betray you. Your brothers can defame you like Joseph. But you have to make up your mind not to live a reactive life, but to live responsive. I mean, think about Joseph, this young man who has a great dream and all hell breaks loose. His brothers conspire to kill him. That's his flesh and blood, right? Because of what? Jealousy because the favor, his father's favor was upon him, God's favor is upon your life, unfortunately, it invokes or evokes jealousy in many people. They become jealous. They word? green, geel. What word? people become of groen Lucy? Green. Well, praise God, no one is green today. Maybe no with a green shirt on, but I don't talk about um, I mean, you are more qualified... And, and, and you think you are better, and you've served God for 100 years, 50 years, 20 years, and you retire there, and here comes somebody, they give their life to the Lord, and they just take off. And it's like, easy. You're in the same business as somebody else, and that person's pharmacy grows from one to two, to five to 10, Or that person as an entrepreneur just continues to go ahead like Isaac. He dug and he dug again. Whatever he did, God blessed. He was prosperous. So people envied him. Listen to me. Jealousy is maybe after pride. Maybe I'll put jealousy at the top of the list in the church of God today. Jealousy because jealous people will accuse you for nothing. Jealous people are slingers. Jealous people will always make up stories against you. Jealous people. You cannot afford jealousy into your heart. And if you are on the receiving end of jealousy, you have to protect your heart, and you have to walk in love, and you have to keep on digging, keep on walking with God, and God is gonna bless you. Say a good amen you have today in the name of Jesus. Come on. So Isaac dug the wells of water that the Philistines had stopped up and then the second time in verse 19, also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. And the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen saying, the water is ours. So he called the name of the well Isaac, which is strife. How many of you know that strife will kill any business, church, Marriage relationship. You can pray in tongues till you are blue in your face or green in your face, um, but if there's strife in your heart, you are not going to experience overflow. We have to talk about these things because well, sometimes people are so 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 casual, and 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 you know it really gets to me. You watch an African singer, or English singer, Zulu singer, or an entertainer. How quick people are to criticize those people, and it's like. Criticise or the lady does her hair and people go on social media and criticize the lady's hair because those women are jealous. They're ugly. They don't look like that woman. So they criticize that woman because they actually want to look like her. So they go and they criticize her. I mean, if you have nothing good to say about somebody, you better check your heart. Amen. Rather go there and say, girl, you look good. Oh, you look beautiful. I'm so happy for you. Okay. Not put some snotty comment there. Apology for that word snotty comment that just shows your jealousy. Somebody gets a new house, a car is blessed and suddenly you cannot rejoice with that person. Suddenly your discussion changes and what's the most difficult is when people are friends and they all live in the same estate and one of the friends move ahead or move to another estate. And then they'd say, but who do you think you are? No, who do you think I think I am? Because I've not changed, I'm moving on, and nothing is stopping you from moving on. Come on, man, say amen and give him a praise. Hallelujah. So they quarreled with Isaac, and they say the water is ours, but he digs another well. And they quarreled over that one also, and called that one's name Sidna. Sitna means Satan accuser. Literally attacked doing the will of God. Then he moved from there and dug another well and they did not quarrel over it. Because by this time they figured out no matter what he does, it's going to work. God's blessed him. You have to be blind, dumb, deaf and dead not to see that God's hand is upon that businessman. So stop talking against him and go learn from him. And they did not quarrel over it. So he called the name of that place Rehoboth, which is where God's taking all of us. Say amen. If we can move on from the other wells, we are going to go to Rehoboth. But then there's another well, because at Rehoboth, there is a well, and I'm going to skip verses uh, for time's sake, verse 32. They dig another well, which they call Sheba. That's when uh, uh, some of you called your dog Sheba. That's after uh, 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 um, he's blessed and his enemies come and bow before him, he digs another well. Sheba, which means seven, which is covenant, which is God says, the enemy that has persecuted you, listen man, the enemy that's been attacking you will now have to restore sevenfold in the name of Jesus. You better get ready next year for a great blessing for a great increase if you can move yourself on from these different wells. So Isaac had to unblock these wells and Isaac had to keep the dead carcasses out of his life. Those things that bring death, bitterness, resentment, strife, anger, jealousy, Those things will rob the life of God from you, my brother and my sister. You can pray in tongues until Jesus comes back. But the Bible says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Now, I'm trying to be legalistic here, but I've just started this morning to show you that overflow flows from your heart. What's happening in your heart will determine everything in your life. Out of your heart flow your future. It is what's happening in your heart that Satan wants to clog up. It's what's happening in your heart that Satan wants to defile. And he does it through people, sometimes well-meaning people, but more often than not, jealous people. People that say they like you, but they talk behind your back. Listen, if your friend is talking behind your back, it's not your friend break that relationship with that person that's called a betrayer can you say amen okay so um so um listen this is so important uh, i don't know if he's the this morning but and i'm not going to say his name a businessman a friend of mine actually all these kids grew up in the church um he's been with me since lady brand a, a, a fantastic man of god man of integrity builds businesses um uh, when we started the church in lady brand he was the the chief deacon now remember those years, we're talking about 1987, we started a multiracial church and we were called a sect. Because if you had a guitar on the platform, you were a sect. If you had a drum, every church now has a drum. They forgot they called a sects, Cults for having drums and guitars. Now they all have drums and guitars. But in those years they did. So he was somebody that came to our church and uh, he would come and he played drums in the church, okay? So, um... He would, he would come, never stop his car in front of the church. He would stop around the corner and then he would look left, look right, and quickly run into the church and, 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 and come and receive the word of the Lord, etc. And in those days, God blessed him. Then he went through some things. I'll never forget he was playing drums one day and I knew that he had gone through a major betrayal. Uh, a person in another church, Christian. I'm not going to a Christian. I'm not going to do business with you because you have a a, a fish on your letterhead. I'm going to do business with you because, because you keep your word. Can I have an amen here today? Okay. Some people hide behind the, the Christian thing. No. I want to see your track record. I want to see if your yes is yes, your no is no. I want to see if you pay your bills. In any case, this person got him involved in a in a bakery in Tabanchu And he lost. That's a lot of money those days. 275,000 rand he lost. And I still... Uh, uh, we spoke about that and he could uh, pursue a law case against him. He said God spoke to him and he he, he released the brother. And, and it was also a person that all the time if you talk to him, is like, how are you, my brother? No, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. Blessed be the Lord, etc. I've learned to be careful when people say too much. I never asked you for a sermon. All I asked you for is how are you? Amen? Yes. Praise Him when you get out of bed. Maybe you fought with a dog. Maybe you fought with your wife and now you want my money. So you start the conversation with praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. God's on the throne. Blah, 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 blah. Well, this was one of those guys. And it was difficult for his brother. Then apart from that, he bought a farm. He had cattle. Then the manager on his farm stole all his cattle and sold it in Lesotho. On top of that, He had an idea that one of the banks stole. I don't want to say what bank because I'll get myself in trouble and you have more money than me. So um, that made billions of rands and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions. Because he shared that idea. And somebody stole that idea. And patented his idea and made all the money. And we're talking about a lot of money here. We're not talking about a few rands. That's like strike one, strike two, strike three. He should be out. But he wasn't. He guarded his heart. Amen. I said he guarded his heart. He made up his mind. I'm not going to allow what happened to me to determine who I am going to become. And if you meet him today, he's still is traveling all over Africa, everywhere, starting new businesses, digging new wells. Because I'll tell you, when the time came, the greatest challenge of his life, when he could have become bitter and offended, he chose not to be bitter, not to be offended, to walk away from whatever people did against him. He dug another well and God blessed him. Then he dug another well and God blessed him. And I wanna encourage you today, don't allow what people do to you to get to you. It's not what happens to you that is important. It is what happens in you that is important. That's why every day we stand before the throne of grace and we say, Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who sin against us. What are we doing? We're unclogging the wells. We're keeping our hearts clean. We're keeping our spirit clean. We're keeping our water, our our river clean so the water of God can flow, come on. Because if God has blessed you, no one can take it away from you. Listen, if God meant it for you, nobody can take it from you. But do not allow life to affect you. Do not allow life to change you. Do not allow life to make you a hard, critical Christian. It's not gonna cause the blessing of overflow in your life. So in the 10 minutes I have left, I have about two hours of message I have to get in. So quickly, the four wells that Joseph had to move on from. Number one, jealousy. Jealousy is a lelike thing. a fieslike ding. Somebody puts a post on and then somebody just comes here randomly with an ugly comment. I mean, a guy misses the polls once and, and you with your lelike comment. man. And then you stand in the church and say, Hallelujah. What is this? In my life, I've never gone on somebody else's post and made a negative comment. Even if I don't like them, I will not open my fat mouth on my keyboard and be ugly and nasty. Because it should be below you. Huh? Why are you so quiet? Do we have keyboard warriors here this morning? I hope not. May the Lord save your heart and your fingers. Donkey, Keep it light, yes So uh, when, when, when Isaac found water Suddenly He was a nobody Suddenly The Philistines attitude changed towards him and Moving on in life Suddenly people's attitude changes Towards you You buy a nice handbag or You have your hair done And rather than another woman coming saying Wow, that, look, that color really suits you The person comes and says That looks terrible on you Who appreciates that? nasty that's not befitting for us as Christians keep your opinion to yourself, amen because there are many other people that have an opinion about you so, so they were friendly, nice but now suddenly they, uh, their attitudes change it's amazing, you make the rugby team the other people suddenly don't want to be your friend anymore you get married, they don't want to be your friend whatever You know, we have to rejoice with those who rejoice, actually. Amen? Somebody else gets the promotion, you don't. Your time is coming. So so they became jealous because they became threatened by his success. Many relationship problems stem from this very thing called jealousy. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal in the church. Listen to me. It's a huge deal. You know that Jesus was killed through religious leaders that were jealous of Him. They handed Him over because of jealousy. Yes, God was in control. In control. But jealousy. I mean, so Adam and Eve sin. Then the first sin we read about in the Bible is jealousy. Joseph, his brothers betrayed Him because of jealousy. Jealousy. David faces Problems with his leader, Saul, jealousy, and he runs away. He doesn't attack Saul, Abel, killed by Cain. Haggai experiencing jealousy from Sarah. Joseph with his brothers. Jesus with the religious leaders of the day. So when a person throws dirt at you, it's normally... 99% of the time motivated by jealousy. The Bible is clear. We should have no jealousy in our hearts because it's going to stop us from the life God has for us. James chapter 3, verse 14, he says, But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking strife in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where there is envy and strife or self-seeking, self-seeking will put you above everybody else and will cause strife. Listen is what the Bible says, There's confusion and every evil work. When there's jealousy and strife, there's confusion and every evil work. So jealousy will stop us from advancing if we allow it to. Number one, it's our responsibility to guard our hearts Against jealousy entering us And if it has entered your heart You have to repent from it Deal with it Get it out Amen But if you're on the other side of jealousy Walk in love Do not render evil for evil Move along Move on don't be defined by people's jealousy, spite and bitterness and hatred. You got your heart. You live your life. You get on with what God's called you to do. You go dig another well. You move on in the blessing of God. Come on, you move on. You keep on digging. So jealousy will always bring strife, which is the second well Joseph had to clean. Esek which means strife. In Proverbs 14, verse 13, the Bible says, A sound heart is life to the body, a sound heart. But envy is rottenness to the bones. 1 Peter 2, verse 1, the Bible says, Lay aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy. What's hypocrisy? I love you, but when I'm not with you, I have a go at you. That's hypocrisy. Bible says, let love be real. What you say to somebody's face, you say behind their back. You are not Satan's child. The devil has a split tongue. You don't talk this way and talk that way. You're not gonna be blessed, right? You're not a child of the devil with a tongue flickering like this. And you talk this way and you talk that way. No, you're a child of God. Your words are sound, your words are pure. Your words bring glory to God, amen? You don't have a split tongue. You don't talk two different ways. When you're with a person, You talk good when you're not with a person, you talk behind the person's back. Stop that nonsense if you're doing it. Stop it. You wanna see overflow? Stop it. I'm trying to help you, okay? At least somebody say thank you. So envy envy always causes strife, which brings what? Division and contention. People who normally never quarreled with you start quarreling with you. And social media is a classical uh, example. You post about God is good and suddenly somebody quarrels about something that has no relevance to the post. That's why I went off Twitter and I avoid posting on on many places because some of those platforms are so demonic that no matter what you say, somebody is going to pick a fight with you. I hope you're not one of those people. Proverbs 26, verse 21, the Bible says, As charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. Like some people just can't stop. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 6, the Bible says, If anyone seems to be contentious, we have no such custom, nor do the church of Jesus Christ. So contention causes strife, listen, which opens a door to Satan, who is who? The accuser. He's the accuser of the brethren. So every time Joseph experienced or, or, or Isaac experiences opposition, jealousy, strife, now he comes to Sitna, which means Satan or the accuser. Every time he guards his heart and he moves on. Sometimes what do we have to do? We just have to move on, right? We just have to get on with our lives. Bless you. See you in heaven hopefully one day. Bless you. Because as much as it depends on me, Romans 12 says, live peaceably with people. You don't want to live peaceably with me. I ain't having nothing to do with you. God bless you. God bless you. I hope to see you in heaven one day. Right? Yeah, let's not let's not do this Christian each thing. And we hallelujah shandai And we shine our light in church on a Sunday, but during the week we do the devil's work. No, we are there to love one another. We are there to protect one another. By this all men will know that we are these disciples by the love we have one for another. We don't allow the devil to pollute our hearts. We don't allow tragedy to pollute our hearts. Disappointment to pollute our lives, our hearts. Betrayal, we guard our hearts with all diligence. For out of our hearts flow the issues of life. So now he has to move beyond the well of Sitna which is is translated Satan and literally it means accuser because the devil is the accuser of the brethren. Now what happens now? Now false accusation comes. People spread rumours about you. People talk about you. People try to defame your business. Your business is flourishing and people say, well it's not as good as he said. Oh, he's not as great as he as he makes out to be. Oh, she's not the best hairdresser. I was there and I went to have my hair coloured, and when I walked out, my hair was bleached, and when I washed it again, it all fell out. Well. A miracle that your hair grew back so quickly. So let's tell the truth, right? If we don't have something good to say, let's say nothing. But let's not go and accuse and slander and make up stories about people. And if people make up stories about us, bless them. Do not be overcome with evil. Come on, people in television land. Be a good Christian. Be a godly Christian. Represent the light of Christ. And don't allow what this world is doing to affect you. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Hallelujah. Come on, give him uh, the Lord one more praise. Come on. So when, 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 when people have moved on to this level, now they spread things against your character and they slander you to other people for no reason, false. And Jesus said, be happy when people talk about you falsely. For great is your reward in heaven. Remember God is not asleep. Remember when you open your mouth, God hears it. Remember that. You want blessing to flow in your life? then bless other people. You cannot curse people and expect God to bless you. You have to guard your heart. You have to protect your heart. You have to make sure that the river that flows from you is pure, is loving, is kind, is merciful. If you want God's overflow to flow back to your life, come on, say amen this morning in Jesus' name. Listen, think about Joseph, the torment he went through. His brothers betrayed him. They tried to murder him. He was sold as a slave, he's in prison, he's morally defamed, he's neglected, he's abandoned, I mean, Bad thing after bad thing happens to him. But we read this everywhere. And the Lord was with Joseph. And Joseph was a successful man. He never allowed what happened to him to determine who he became. He just got on with it. He trusted in God. He knew that God was in control. He knew my time is going to come. That I'm going to find the place of enlargement. I'm going to stand in the center of my dream. I am moving on from Sitna the fourth world to Rehoboth. The place of enlargement. And I'll tell you there is space for all of us. There's enough blessing for all of us. There's enough money for all of us. There's enough whatever your thing is for all of us. Come on. God's got something special for you. So we should be people who are cheering one another on, who are urging one another on. Get on to Rehoboth. Forgive. Guard your heart. Bless and do not curse. Repay evil to no man in the name of Jesus. And let's keep our hearts unblocked, unclogged, Let's keep our hearts pure toward God and toward man so that we can experience what God has for us. Overflow, overflow, overflow. And I'll tell you, to get to the top, you don't have to step on other people. To get to the top, you don't have to pull other people down. Some people have a little man syndrome. The only way they can be significant, they think, is to discredit somebody else. Stop that nonsense if you are doing that. You don't have to minimize somebody else for you to be seen you just be you and walk in the blessing of God so Adrioba, the enemy realizes but this man is blessed and the enemy comes and bows before him it's a promise we have Isaiah chapter 60 right and Joseph exactly the same when Joseph's father dies his brothers are afraid because they think now Joseph is going to execute vengeance he has the power he's second in charge in Egypt and they come to him they fear for their lives and what does Joseph say to them He says to them, I love it. It's one of my favourite scriptures in the Bible. He says, I am in the place of God. I am in my Rehoboth. What you meant for evil, God has meant for good. What you've meant to destroy me, God's turned around to bless me because I have guarded my heart. I never became a hater. I never became a backbiter. I never became a slanderer. I guarded my heart and now I am in the place of God. Listen, family, child of God, you will reach your Rehoboth and at Rehoboth you are going to see God's full restoration. But let me encourage you today, guard your heart with all diligence. The Afrikaans say, the Bible says, let your, your, let your words be few. Because once you've said it, you can't pull it back. Once it's out there, it's out there. I don't want to be the cause of strife. I don't want to be the jealous person that causes strife. I don't want to be the slanderer, because Satan is the slanderer, the accuser. Satan is the accuser. I want to be the child of God. You want to see God's overflow? Then this is maybe one of the most important things we can talk about. Be real in your walk with God. And don't spiritualize everything because God says, if you cannot see your brother, whom you, if you can't love your brother whom you can see, how can you love God who you can't see? He didn't say, if you can't love your brother, if he does what you think he should be doing. He said, if you can't love your brother whom you can see, your religion means nothing. There's no power. So all of us in the journey of life will be tempted to be on one of the two sides. To get jealous. I've been trusting God to get married now. I'm for I'm, Not me now, be careful. I mean like uh, the wife says, the woman says, uh, I've been believing God for a man. That's not me believing for a man. It's like the lady says, I'm believing God for a man. And yeah, your friend comes and just got saved, gets married to the guy you thought you should marry. You, you go to a wedding and it's like oh, really, she, she, she. you've taken all my nobody can take what is yours
1: come on family that as we remain in a place of worship there's an amazing presence all over this building and the word was so significant to all of us that many of us are standing in this place and you can feel the presence of God all over you You're experiencing something that you've never had before. You're receiving a hope and experiencing a love that you've been seeking for, looking for in so many areas of your life. Maybe you're standing here and maybe your attitude has gone in the wrong way. When things happened, you maybe walked away from God, but God is coming to you this morning. The presence of God is all over this place that is ministering to your heart this morning. And he's calling you to come back. God loves you more than whatever you did last night, that you maybe did this morning, that maybe you're standing there and you feel the presence of God all over you. The most important thing is God is calling you to a relationship family. And if you haven't been living in that relationship, he's calling you back. This morning, we're not asking you, do you have a church membership somewhere? Or do you belong to a church? But we're asking you, do you have a living relationship with every head bowed and every eye closed and believers praying in this place? This is your moment with God and God is speaking to you. God is calling people in this place this morning and He's loving on you. You're standing there and you know that you have no relationship with God or that you used to serve Him. But for whatever reasons you've drifted away, God is calling you. He loves you. If you're not even sure if heaven is your home, then you can make that choice today. So quietly, wherever you are, just slip up your hand and say, Pastor, that is me. I'm coming back. As hands are being lifted all on the flank, here at the bottom, on the balcony, thank you so much for those hands. Come on, you just come back to God. Say, God, I'm lifting up my hand. That's me doing the possible. I'm coming back. I'm responding to you. God loves you more than you can ever imagine. You've been trying in so many areas to fill that void that you have in your heart, but that void is only there for Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit wants to come and live inside of you and give you that peace that you've been longing for, that hope to bring a restoration in your life. So if you've not lifted your hand quietly wherever you are, just slip it up now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, so many hands are being lifted all over. Come on, as we continue to pray, if that issue quietly, just slip it up. So I'm coming back, God. Maybe you used to serve him as a child, but you drifted away. Come on, God is schooling you. Family, it's an honor for us to pray with you. And we want to say thank you for coming and making this decision. Your life will never be the same again. In a moment, we're going to lead you in a prayer, and it's going to change your life forever. Every one of us standing in this building is a product of the same prayer that we prayed. But the importance is discipleship afterwards. We want to help you. We want to guide you. We want to help you to show you how you can renew your mind and grow in the things that God has for you. So we're going to pray in a moment together. Then we're going to take you into a room that we would love to pray for you. If you do not have a Bible, we'd love to give you one. But then we're going to take all your information because it's important for us that we can call you tomorrow. We're going to place you in a home cell so that we can walk with you and help you and guide you as you allow us. So please be so kind just to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes and I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Lord, I believe that you died on the cross and that you live forevermore. I thank you, Father, that I can accept this new life, that I'm brand new, that the oldest pass and the newest come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, family. We hope you received exactly what God had in store
0: for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.